0: Mr. Beach, are you joining us today?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: should I join you? I think you should. I need a. I'm, I'm not prepared. I'd have to do a whole setup. Um, it's the first time I've seen a Nemero speechless. To, I know. <laughs> I, I did not know we were being evaluated today. I hope that the microphone picked that up, because uh, that'll go on the podcast. Next time, <laughs> sir.
1: Next
2: time.
0: Okay.
1: Turned all red.
0: I didn't know he was coming. I, was in th- I didn't know yeah. who it
1: was. I just, he literally, all of you looked, but I didn't turn around because I was talking. Yeah. And so he just came up right here. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Well,
0: will be editing that out. Uh, <laughs> I, I, he, just, I,
1: he has I time today?
0: I didn't invite him.
1: Well, obviously topic four. Well, I mean,
3: yeah, he's I, in the- It
4: seemed the
0: like he play. was here for he, one reason. He
3: has time <laughs>
1: today.
0: Welcome to episode one, the first real episode of uh, Views from the Nest. I am here with the the usual group that's going to join me. That would be Mr. Baird. Hello,
1: Emily Baxter and Miss Coleman.
0: All right. Uh, so a couple things uh, we're going to talk about today. The the theme of today's episode is we're going to talk about extracurricular activities um, from a few different perspectives. I do like recognizing there's a website that I go to that uh, will tell you like what today is the national day of. So today is actually National Hot Mold Cider Day. Fantastic. Is it?
1: It's, it is fantastic. What does that mean? What, yeah. does it make, what makes
0: it like mold?
1: What makes it mold? So the well, mold, I mean, I could totally be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the way that you make it is you put it in like this um, like circular container. It's like loose fragments of like apple and cinnamon sticks and all of that. And you put it in a little ball and then you put it into hot water and it kind of
3: like seeps like tea. Hmm. That does not sound apple.
1: Oh, I no. think it's
0: fantastic.
3: That. I like
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll mold that over. That I'm familiar with. That uh, yeah. I
1: think it's fantastic. I could be wrong. Is mold hot cider
0: important enough to have its own day? I believe it is. I think it's fantastic.
1: It's like the most fall thing
0: Emily doesn't even hot know what it is. Apple
1: cider. I thought like, apple cider is the most fall
3: thing I like ever. Apple cider just not mushy. What? Yeah. It's not mushy. It sounds like it's going to be mushy. No. No, it's like, it's the same
1: consistency as apple cider. It's just like hot. Hot, applesauce. <laughs>
4: hot. Applesauce. Hot applesauce. Hot applesauce. Absolutely not. I, I think it's a bit arbitrary.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm, you know. Tomorrow's uh, more interesting to um, me. It's International Day of Old Persons. Um, so uh, if anybody sees any old people tomorrow, be nice. And then Sunday's National Fried Scallops Day.
3: That's a day I can get behind. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: We have, we have feelings about that. That is fantastic. Um, I, again, I don't know if that's important enough to have its own day.
1: Yes, well, it is. I think my, my issue is that I love scallops, but I've never had a fried scallop before. So like so specific, good. like why can't it just be National Scallops Day and not National fried Like why is it specific to fried scallops?
0: That I have no idea.
1: Because they're delicious.
4: Because fried scallops are better. Okay. Well,
1: yeah. All right. Okay. Consensus is out. <laughs> fried scallops are better.
0: Okay. Um, so scallops aside, we're going to talk about some extracurricular, uh, stuff today, just as far as how the good, the bad, and maybe I think what's, what's complicated about it from a student perspective. Um, Emily, you're, you're active in stuff, right? Like your yearbook, which is a class but involves outside of class stuff. You have uh, clubs that you're a part of. How important are extracurricular activities to students?
3: So I know our parents tell us a lot, but it really is important for colleges. Um, I'm filling out college applications right now, and I can only put down 10 activities, and I have all those activities full, and that really sets me apart from other students. So if you're going to more of like a competitive college or a college that a lot of people apply to, um, it's a really good way to set you apart, and it's also a good way to like make friends because... I didn't have a lot of friends in my old school because I didn't like any of them and I wasn't involved in anything. Okay. But now that I'm here, um, I have got involved more. I have made a lot of new friends. Um, so it's just a good way to not only strengthen your college applications, but to just meet new people and explore interests you didn't think you were going to have.
0: Do you think that, the, that being out of school or going to school in a different way for so long, uh, where we were virtual and we weren't around people, that it changed maybe how... People viewed like extracurricular activities like that, that. That it was harder to be around people. Like,
3: I mean, I haven't had that problem. I actually was excited to get back into clubs because I missed the human interaction. Mm. Um, but I can see how that could be like a case for some people. But either way, there are like so many clubs that they can fit like everyone's interests. And if there's not a club. If it's your interest, you can start it yourself,
1: which I think is really cool. I think it's also, I'm thinking about like freshmen, right? They were freshmen during the pandemic. They were sophomores during the pandemic. And then junior year, they came back in person and they have the opportunity to be in all of these extracurricular activities. And I can see that like, if you're a freshman on Zoom all day, you don't have the same contact and the same connections that you would make in person. And so by junior year, you're halfway through high school and you've never really been in a club or had the same experience that you would have. And so I think extracurriculars in that way, just in the time that we're in right now, makes even more of a difference on like how to make friends coming to a brand new school. Like it sets students up so much more, I think, than it used to even like when I was in high school.
0: Mr. Baird, you you probably saw, I'm sure the the college application process for two years was different with students not able to kind of talk about things that they're a part of at school.
4: Yeah, I think colleges are reevaluating how they how they admit students because of that. Um, and, and cause they have to, it's gotta be fair, right? Different states had different lockdown rules. And when you're comparing the kid from Colorado or to Virginia, you, you, you can't just use those extracurriculars for that reason. Um, but uh, I think I saw, uh, to address the question of, uh, was it harder for students to get into extracurriculars uh, coming back from the pandemic? I saw, I think kids like overcompensating and trying, trying to get into things they previously wouldn't have because of what they missed out on. That's that's kind of awesome.
0: Um, you, Mr. Mr. Baird, you were able to talk to a student, uh, Blue Corley, about some extracurricular stuff. What did, what did you guys talk about? Uh, for her,
4: um, what what she thought the benefit of she she's in a leadership program or SALC program and what it does for students what it did for her personally being a new student in a new district and then uh also how extracurriculars can um burden some students
0: awesome well let's uh let's give that a listen
4: this is Mr. Barrett. I'm here with uh Blarona you probably know her as Blue Hi. um and uh so I I, I met Lorona over the phone like over a year ago. She was new to our school and uh, one of the courses she picked uh, Was was leadership and I thought that was cool since she she didn't really know uh, Anybody in in the school and and uh, so I wanted to get her perspective. So, you know, just How'd that work out for you?
5: Um, Choosing that class worked out really well for me. I turned out to love that class We learned about like communication and just working with people and knowing how to plan stuff is just like top notch I guess it's one of the best experiences you'll get in high school
4: sure and that'll probably serve you yeah
5: it'll serve you a lot in college mostly Mm -hmm. it'll help you in just regular day jobs too if you don't plan on going to college
4: nice uh so how about um in school life uh positive or negatively like how did it help you like navigate being Um, a new student here
5: it helped a lot because there were a lot of people that were in my grade in that class and mostly like people usually knew me from SALC so I'd gain like I gained a lot of friends from being in the class and just knowing like what's going on mostly with the school. So yeah. Cool
4: you stay involved well uh anything anything else positive negative you would say about um
5: i feel like a negative would be it takes up a lot of your time so you got to have like a pretty free schedule like if you do sports like you got to understand that that class comes first so you just like if it comes to skipping practice like you're gonna have to do that
4: that's a good point uh so time management is crucial yeah cool well thank you so much
5: yeah
0: uh, Mr. Baird, kind of sticking with that theme, um, what, what value do extracurriculars add to students in preparing life after school? And, and if you could, and this is, I mean, obviously it's for anybody, but we'll start Mr. Baird, mm-hmm. not just from the perspective of, of college. Cause I, I coach and I have some strong feelings about what kind of not just clubs, but like sports teams can do for, for students as they're preparing for life after high school.
4: Great question. I think Emily nailed part of it, uh, with, um, just it it does it does help that college that college application when you when you're building up those extracurriculars it shows colleges you're you're into more things than just completing credits right um, because life's about more than school um for me uh most of my friends I'm still friends with I got from from my sports I played in high school What did you play? Um let's get into it. Football? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that was the uh that was my it's high Saturday school sport.
3: Hmm. Learn something new every day. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> you look like you would play football in high school.
0: Now we're just profiling people. Like those. <laughs> what uh, does that mean? Uh, yeah.
4: Uh yeah. Well, I you're right on. So, if there's something <laughs> to that, you know, sometimes stereotypes what, are uh, aren't What what position? What position? I uh, was a wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um S- so for for me, I, I you know, when I get together with the friends, it it, it it's you know, we talk about We talk about, you know, what, what happened back then. And, and that kind of, I don't know. I'm very fortunate that I played sports. I don't know that I'd have the friends I do today if I didn't. So
0: yeah, I think that aspect, whether it's clubs or sports or no matter what it is, is the, and and Emily nailed that part of it, the meeting people, just getting around people, I think is important. There's also aspects I think of, um, almost every job, although now what is a job now is different, like influencers, a job, like, I don't even know what that means, um, I mean, I know what it means. I'm just saying, like, I'm, yeah. I, I know, I know the definition. Uh, but, but high school sports or clubs where you have to work in a unit towards a common goal, mm-hmm. I think sets students up to have a skill set whether they're going into the military or going to college or going into the workforce, where you're going to have to work with people and you're not going to like them all. And your boss or your coach might be somebody that you're not fond of, and yet the mission is the same or the you know the the end goal is still the same. I think that part of extracurriculars is important for kids.
1: Yeah, and I think um, kind of going off of what Mr. Baird said, I, um, in college, college has, I think, so much more um, opportunities to join, not more, but like the opportunities to join extracurricular activities are of like, vast. Um, and in colleges, I think it's, it's one of those things I didn't really, I wasn't really a part of clubs in high school as much. Um, but when I got to college and found out that there were so many clubs, I was like almost overwhelmed. Um, and it's the idea that like, it's not as common in high school, but when you get to college, there's so many things. I remember I went to VCU and there was a Quidditch club and they would practice right outside of my, my dorms. they would practice outside of my dorms and it was like it was just one of those things where it's like people that loved a common thing right came together and <laughs> practice. I'm sorry there was a tournament and I'm, everything
0: I'm a Harry Potter person but it's not quidditch unless they somehow f- Finagled flying brooms. Did, it's they, Muggle Quidditch, right? Like it's yes, hundred okay.
1: percent. Um, but they did have, though. Yes, and they had. Yes, I swear. And they had, and they had little. They had their little ball. The little, um, what is that called?
0: The Golden Snitch. The Golden
1: Snitch. Yes, and they had that, and they literally would tournament. Like they had, there were other schools and universities that also had Quidditch teams that they would play it was fantastic. But my point is that like in college, (laughs) my point is that in college, there are so many opportunities to join extracurriculars. And I think that even if you're somebody like if you join a BSU in high school, right, there's going to be a, probably a BSU at your college. And so that's like something that you can carry with you outside of school. So even if you don't necessarily know what exactly um, course you're going to go to or what, um, club you're going to join. There's opportunities in college that will get you there. And outside of college, honestly, there are groups for everything. Um, so I think, I think
3: it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Emily, you were able to talk to a friend of yours about, uh, extracurricular stuff. What did you, what did you and Mena talk about?
3: Um, we talked about a lot. We talked about, um, how to get involved and like kind of where to start and like what clubs, if you're looking for like Maybe like a bigger club to start because you're trying to meet people. Mm-hmm. Some of like the bigger clubs. Um, we also talked about like how to manage your schedule and how yeah. to like balance all that out with on top of school because I know it can get very stressful, especially as you like get like like starting as a freshman. You kind of like have more free time because your teachers are like less homeworky. But as you get like
0: <laughs> less homework-y. <laughs> homeworky, yeah,
3: as you get like up like, food chain, I guess, it gets, like, more stressful and you get more work because they're, they're preparing you for, like, adulthood or whatever. It's
0: turned very life cycle let's, uh Let's take a <laughs> listen to Emily's conversation with Mena.
3: So, Mena, what do you think the best part about being involved in sports or activities is at the school?
6: Okay, jump right into it, I guess. Um, I think that, for me, at least... I like to get involved because I like to interact with people and, you know, like, I don't want to stay at home <laughs> and just, like, deal with my parents. The little social, little social butterfly. Okay, no. <laughs> no, like, sometimes I need, like, alone time. The best thing about being involved is that you get to, you know, make new friends, interact with others, form relationships with your teacher, like, I think that's a re- really important thing, especially as a senior. You have to have relationships with your teacher to ask them for recommendation letters, and for them to like have a meaningful, meaningful thing to say about you. Um. Yeah, I I really just do it because I like to interact with people. Like solid. Um, what do you find the biggest
3: solid. challenge of being in a club or a sport at school is?
6: Right now, the biggest challenge for Gainesville is that the after school buses, not, I know like a few people who don't, their parents can't pick them up and they can't most of the time, they can't just like stay after school for a club because they don't have a ride. And it, it's kind of sucks because, you know, they want to be involved, but they don't have the opportunity to do so and I know like it's not a good like Mr. Beach said that it's not a lot of people who need to like take the after-school bus but it's a good amount.
0: So Emily you guys talked about some of the challenges and stuff Miss Coleman do teachers see value do you think And obviously they see value because they're sponsoring these clubs and they're coaching these teams and stuff, but see the value of students participating in extracurriculars, but also potentially maybe see some challenges that either students aren't prepared for, or or maybe it's something that the the club or the extracurricular, the sport or whatever kind of helps them overcome.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of goes back to what we were, what you were saying earlier about how the ability to like handle people that you don't necessarily like. I think that's a a challenge that if learned early will provide a lot of success in the future. And so I think being a part of clubs has that, that starts out as a challenge because you may be in a club or have a club president who you're not a fan of, but eventually you learn how to be still a part of that club because you love that thing or you love that topic. Um, I personally see value in um, clubs. I think that even the most abstract clubs like Quidditch Club um, have benefit to anybody that joins. So I think that clubs provide extracurricular activities, provide a way for students that have niches and small things that they love to find their people. Um, And it sometimes can be challenging outside of clubs to find your people that way, right? Because um, if you're like me, when I was in high school, I didn't talk a lot aside from like my close knit group of people. Um, and so that I didn't meet people outside of that and I didn't talk to socialize as much. And, um, I sat with the same people at lunch for all four years. <laughs> like that was me. So, um, until I, until you join a club or like I- experience an extracurricular activity, I think it provides a challenge to make friends in the same way.
0: Some clubs, um, have like a component of, um, public service or altruism, things like that. And certainly sports teams take up a lot of time. I've found as a coach that there are students sometimes that are on teams of mine who they struggle with grades or academic work out of season. And then the season starts and their life gets much more regimented that like the routine of go to school, go to practice, get your stuff done, go to bed. That it almost helps them helps them kind of get their stuff together. I, I wonder sometimes, and, and Mr. Brad, I wonder if you've seen some of this with students that you work with, because I know you guys have conversations sometimes with students that are struggling, and maybe it's like, hey, let's get you involved in something so that you don't have like school's over at two fifteen, and my next commitment is tomorrow at seven fifteen. Um, do do you see that also? One hundred percent.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and and you know, it it does take the grades to get involved in some stuff, which Mm -hmm. is, it's tough sometimes, but the the reg, you know, um, it's not fun to wake up early and and go to those practices or stay late, uh, when you're in the moment. And sometimes that can, that can be tough, but then you look back and you're like, I did that. and, And you feel good about it. And you're like, if you can do that and you doubted yourself, what else can you do? So I think that leads to success in other places.
0: Yeah, I, 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 really do think that the sort of a more regimented lifestyle can, can lead people that, um, to, to more success in other aspects, right? Like, you know, school start or your club or your sport or whatever starts and then, and then grades go up to Emily, how do you manage? Like if you were talking to a student and you were giving them advice, how would you give them advice on like, I'm in seven clubs and on two teams and on the? are there things that like, is this something kids talk about? Like, is this even a thing?
3: Um, we kind of just complain. We don't really talk about it. <laughs> good, good. That's <laughs> but, that's um, called
0: adulthood. You're, you're um, on the right track. Welcome. Yeah.
3: But I personally, like, manage my schedule. I kind of just, like, I take, like, what I have to do when I get home. And then I kind of, like, assign, like, just, like, plan my out my afternoon. But then also allow myself to have time to do activities. And then if I know I have, like, one club meeting after, like, this afternoon, I shift my schedule, but also to allow me to have, like, some relaxation time. That way I'm not so stressed because all these kids are so, like, worried about doing all the activities. Mm-hmm. They don't give themselves, like, me time, and then they end up, like, crashing and burning.
4: No doubt. Um, Can I ask yeah, a follow-up yeah, to that? Yeah. Uh, did you learn that through, like, trial and error? Were there some... St- Mistakes and missteps along the uh, along the road, like where you where you did maybe burn out or something, and you, you found yourself having to find some time. Because I just wonder. I, I, I think some students I ask like think they have to nail it and like think they have to get it right. And I just wonder for you if it if it was smooth and you were just you just smart and lucky that way, or, or if there was some bumps. Um,
3: I got grounded for a very very long time <laughs> because <do> it. um <laughs> my grades weren't to park because I was so busy and I didn't prioritize my grades very much and then my mom and dad sat me down and my mom is very big on schedules and everything has a time so I do that now I plan everything out now and I'm actually looking I got the time I was really mad and angry and I kind of did the work just to like get it over with and to get my phone back but <laughs> um, awesome. now looking back I it was an actual like learning experience and I my schedule has changed now and I use their like tips and tricks
0: so you should you should you owe your parents like a thank you for for this have you told them how much you appreciate them for grounding you
3: my dad's ego is big enough (laughs) I can't (laughs) okay I can't feel that okay
0: but perhaps we should tell mom like thanks okay uh, the, I actually spoke to uh, a, a student, Olivia Tarr, and we talked about some of the challenges, uh, some of the bonuses and benefits, but certainly some of the challenges that students deal with as well. Let's take a listen to that. All right. So I am being joined by Olivia Tarr. Olivia is a senior. Uh, Olivia, where'd you go to school before Gainesville opened? Um,
2: I went to Battlefield.
0: Okay. We won't hold that against you. Um <laughs> So we're talking about, like, extracurricular activities, both, like, school ones, not school ones. Um, you played varsity soccer last year. You're in SALC. Um, you spent some time volunteering last year with groups you're not in, though, right? Yeah. Talk about that a little bit.
2: So I helped out with SCA a lot just because it was our first year up and running. So my friends needed a lot of help who were on SCA just to help plan things. So we helped, I helped them plan prom and, like, painting the, all the rocks and stuff.
0: So we're, we're trying to talk a little bit about how extracurricular activities you know some kids want to do everything some kids want to do nothing what for you is the best part about participating and whether it's clubs or sports or volunteering or whatever what, what's the best part about doing that in the school like in school
2: i think it's just the community and like the people that you meet because i met a lot of my really close friends through playing soccer this year or mm-hmm. last year so it was like meeting those people helped me build more connections and more friends throughout the school
0: what's the biggest challenge because like, not everything is like roses and sunshine, right? So what's the biggest challenge um, of participating in so many things?
2: It was honestly keeping up with the, all the schoolwork. Because I take a few AP classes, so a lot of them required more homework and more extra work to put in. So like going between school and soccer and then doing homework, it was kind of a lot at first, but then I got used to it.
0: Do you think that balancing homework and balancing school stuff is Would it be as challenging if you weren't doing those things? Like, what would you be doing? Like, what would you spend your time doing if you weren't playing soccer, if you weren't in SELC?
2: Honestly, I'd probably be working a lot more because that's the whole reason why I don't really work during the week is because I have so much going on. So I'd probably be working more and then also making sure I did my schoolwork. Sometimes it gets pushed to the last minute.
0: So the balance would still exist, though. Yeah. Yeah. I. Do you have specific strategies for like how you balance? Like, do you keep an agenda or like a plan or like talk about how you strategize that? Because you're a senior, you're getting ready to graduate. You're bigger. you know, things are on the horizon for you probably. So you have to have these habits like built now. Mm -hmm. What are some strategies that you have or that you use for balancing all the things?
2: So I have an agenda that I fill out like every Sunday and I like keep up with it. And then I have sticky notes on my laptop that have like things I need to get done like within the next like few days.
0: Sticky notes, the app or like sticky notes, like Like, literal, like post-its. Like
2: literal post-its on my laptop.
0: (laughs) Okay. You know, there's, uh, okay. There's apps to do that, but all right. Um, what would you say to somebody who's considering joining a club or trying out for a team but might be hesitant because they're worried about let's let's take all the fear of like will I make it and will I meet friends. Let's take that part aside. Just the somebody who's like I have so much going on uh, or I don't want to have so much going on like it could be too much for me. Like what how what would you say to someone who's considering trying out or joining something but maybe hesitant about it?
2: Honestly, just do it. Like you'll never know unless you don't try. So, and then once you try it out, you can realize, okay, this is what works. This doesn't work. And then try to like adjust it. That's what I did a lot.
0: Awesome. That's great advice. All right. Thanks, Liv.
2: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Okay, everybody, that's uh, that's it for today's episode. Uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate if you would share the podcast with people. We we want to reach as many people as possible. We're also looking for people to contribute, um, so there'll be links uh, down below um, on on wherever you find your podcast of how to get involved with the show. Please please pay attention to those. Our next episode will be in two weeks. We're looking for topics. If people have stuff that they'd like us to address, otherwise you'll just be forced to listen to whatever whatever nonsense uh, I think up. And hopefully uh, hopefully next time we get some more guests. So if you're interested in being part of the show, anyway at all. Reach out. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a good one, everybody.